Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a good day. I know I am. Um, today we have an interesting, interesting topic talking about the Mandalorian, and I have a guest on. And like, introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm the guy from. Uh, I'm Levi. <laughs> Levi Poe. So yeah, I'm the all state guy. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the all state guy. It almost came out automatically. <laughs> okay, so Levi. Um, so you like the Mandalorian, yeah? I do. Yes. Why are you asking me this? You know this. <laughs> I'm trying to set up the premise for the audience, Levi. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Understandable. And I, uh, I kind of don't. I mean, I like the first. The th- I thought the first season was okay, but the second season is what. I Mike, are you know. reading from a script? I real. I'm really not. I'm just going off. <laughs> oh, is okay. That... Cool. Cool. I, I, I just making sure. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> what? Were you trying to expose me right now? Is that what's going on? It's like a hit piece? No, not at all. Not, no, 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 no. No ulterior motives at all. Okay, well, yeah, I didn't like season two. Because um, I just thought that... Okay, so when you say it's good, what do you mean? Like, what do I haven't, you, what, what I haven't said it's good yet, so we'll get to that. Okay, so what is your opinion on the show? I mean, you liked it, right? You know you liked it. What is my opinion on the show? Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I think it was a little... I think there was a worse episode in episode one than there is in this one. But I do think that on average, episode one was slightly better than this episode. However, I... Sorry, season one was, was, was way better than... Was on average slightly better than this season. However, I did enjoy watching it very much. And I believe this is far above anything the sequels have put out recently. <laughs> That is my opinion. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's good. I think the screen work is good. I think the writing is pretty solid. I mean, it's a simple show. Mandalorian goes to bring Baby Yoda to his kind. His name is Grogu. Sorry. Mandalorian, <laughs> Din Djarin is bringing Grogu to his kind. It's a very simple show built upon simple premises. There's no crazy plot twists or anything like that. But it's just it's easy to understand and well made. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I think the fact that it's better than the sequels has actually been scientifically proven. Like, it's a fact now. Like, it's it's not debatable. Well, nobody had to scientifically prove that. You just watch <laughs> it and you know. Yeah, people with brains, you know, they they, they were talking about, so. People who have watched other movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, what I so, what I mean when I say it's bad, I think that the writing, like, I think, I think, I agree with you on the screen work. I mean, there's production. Uh, they had good, like a budget. Yes, the CGI is yes. good. But they have good but, actors. Yeah, there's the butt. Uh huh. The butt well, is. What's the butt? I I I think the writing is atrocious. I really think the writing went off the rails. The like, writing is atrocious. You think it went off the rails? Okay. Yes. So what did we agree to do? Which season or which uh, uh which episodes? One through five of this season, which yeah. is technically nine through thirteen. Yeah. Okay, let's start with one. Yeah, episode one. Um. Okay, this. Okay, actually, before we even get into this, like, we need to discuss like tracking fobs from the first season. Because if tracking you... fobs from the first season, yes, that was a major. Like, it it seemed like a kind of a plot device that made people do exactly what the writers wanted them to, but it was something that could have been overlooked. So I didn't pay too much attention to it. I was too I busy enjoying the can, show. I don't think it can be overlooked. I enjoyed it too, but I don't think it can be overlooked because that is a huge, like that matters. Like 
being able to like how you they never tell us how they work what they do and in the second season they just they just disappear like they're not even mentioned the second season yeah i mean that's a great i don't know if they found a way to deactivate them or what there's no because way. i do recall in the second season he did mention them planting another tracking fob on grogu while he was at the schoolhouse or whatever eating that girl's wafers um and come to find out they planted a fob on him or something that's how moff was able to track them down to the seeing stone but yeah that's that was never explained i don't have a problem with it if that's what you're asking but it could have been done slightly better the execution of that idea i have a problem with it because it 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 confuses a lot of the lore because it's like if you're going to add this new thing it's like well it's not like just the bounty hunters have this like this is technology like the empire should have yep. this like the rebels should have this everyone should have tracking fobs because they're so incredibly useful you can lock onto someone's biological signature and track them wherever you want it's like that breaks like that's almost like um that's like it's like to me it's like equivalent to force healing it's like there's so many Places where it just retcons things and you have to, like, go back and be like, wait, they could have done this. They could have done this. They could have done or this. you have to make up a scenario in which it seems okay, just like the Palpatine clone thing. Um, the scenario that I'd make up for this is that tracking fobs are only available to people, to the Bounty Hunters Guild. So people in the Bounty Hunters Guild and people working for the Bounty Hunters Guild outlawed everywhere else, not available, too expensive, etc. Um, you could make a case for that, but they didn't in the show, so it's hard to say that. Yeah, but I I don't believe that for a second. I mean, if there's a if there's a new type of weapon in the galaxy, a new type of technology, people are gonna get their hands on it, regardless of if it's like a for like even the Mandalorian armor. It's only for Mandalorians, but in this season, people yeah. are getting Mandalorian armor. They they have nothing to do with Mandalorians. So now there's all this confusion about how do you get that? Like Mandal constantly like he's like, how do you get the armor? And he's like, oh, I got how it. How do you? Well, yeah. Yeah, so it's I like mean, there's tech. They explain that story. They explain that story. So it was it's it's easy to to believe in Mandalorian Beskar forging is a secret that's held very close by Mandalorians. Although we did actually get a look at it um at season in season one. Um, yeah, yeah, and to me the fact that they don't like address it or even explain how they work is that that's a huge problem for me, and that's just kind of like. You should have explained. Yeah, they just, yeah, they just let it go, let it alone. So maybe that was some of the quality of the sequels leaking into this TV show. <laughs> it's that Kathleen Kennedy magic. All right. Okay. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> All right. Let's let's actually hit this this season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so season two, episode one. He's this is when he's returning to the Jedi, and he finds Cobb Vanth. With Boba Fett's armor. What did you think about the story writing here? With the Crate Dragon. Wait a minute. Episode 1. What? Oh, you're talking about... Huh? Episode 9. Yeah. In oh, season and 9. Two, okay, episode, yeah. I, I keep episode 1. Yeah. Okay, episode 1. Nine. The first yeah. thing is... Okay, the, so the, it opens up with him, like, going to this place to um to talk to this guy in this, like... like they have, like, a boxing ring, I guess. Yeah. And, um... My first question is, why is Baby Yoda not in, just stay in the ship? I think that's a bit of Mando kind of reaching into the storyline where he's like, you know, wherever he goes, I go. Why didn't he just keep him in the ship? I mean, he didn't. He was prepared to fight, and Yoda, um, sorry, Grogu 
has a little uh, pod that'll protect him when he's fighting. But also, the tracking fob thing never being fully explained slash deactivated, it would be a little too risky to leave him in the ship. Because if Empire people see him coming and they say, okay, yeah, he just landed there, Razor Crest is there, he's gone. Let's go check out his ship. Moth Gideon could easily send somebody to do that if he had known he was on that on that island. So my, and I kind of had a fear about that during the first season. Why is he leaving baby Yo? Why is he leaving Grogu? I keep forgetting. Why is he leaving Grogu when he should take him with him? You know, anything could happen. So that's what I think it is. It's just him trying to protect him and keep him safe. Yeah, but it's confirmed in the first season that the ship has a lockdown mode, which can protect people from getting in. So I think it'd be okay. safer for him to leave yeah. baby Yoda in the ship versus this, like, wherever he goes, I go. And it's like, it, it, that's not even consistent. Well, what's safer? What's safer, lockdown mode on an incredibly explosive vehicle or, you know, having a Mandalorian with you to protect you while you while he does whatever he does? Well, if that Mandalorian is getting is getting a baby into a bar fight, you know, I think I'd rather have the baby in the in the car, you know? I mean, if he didn't have the, the, the protective stroller, yeah, I would agree. But he had the protective stroller. I mean, stroller, that stroller is so. not made of Beskar. Like, it's just a, re- it's like a regular... How do we know? <laughs> Levi, you know for a fact it's not made of Beskar. <laughs> okay. I know it's not made of Beskar. But it's, um, he knew enough to hit the button and close the things over him when he saw. And besides, Mando didn't, I don't think he really anticipated getting into a fight with the, uh, the guy there. Yeah, but, um, but, but the, but the fact that, like, that. it's just a crowded place, like, and also not even that, like, the dog, like, the, whatever the animals, creatures are outside, like, those guys could just hop out and get Baby Yoda, or, like, and they then don't come goes, where it's, they don't come where it's like, well, yeah, sure, but, but when he goes inside, like, it's, it's a crowded place, like, if one Empire soldier was in there and saw Baby Yoda, it was like, oh, cool, easy target, like, It'd just be an easy easy target to take or to kill to kill yeah but to take no i'm just saying it would be easier for somebody to plan to try to get past the ship's defenses and uh crack open the ship in my opinion it would be easier for someone to try to break into the ship than it would be for them to try to fight a mandalorian and steal something from him that's what i think okay well remember when he like the guy pulls up and like shoots one of the fighters and then they all have their guns in mandalorian baby yoda easily could have been killed right then and there yeah but the thing is let's take it from din Djarin's perspective we don't know how many places he's been since that since then we're just shown you know he's probably goes all over the place with with a yoda with a, a grogu but yeah he could have been shot right there but that's just one action scene uh, that doesn't or at least from from what i can tell that doesn't seem to happen all the time Mm, I don't know. I mean, just from what we see, yeah, our perspective is, oh, yeah, he's getting into a fight, but we can't actually see that that happens all the time. So, um, I guess they probably just, I, I would say they gave us that um perspective because, hey, it's a cool fight or whatnot. They're not just going to tell a story. Oh, yeah, I got into a bar fight with this guy who told me to come here, so here I am. See, yeah, and yeah, he could have left him, but also, also, I think that. The studio was trying to put Baby Yoda into every single possible scene that they could. I keep uh, saying Baby Yoda, and his that's name is why, that's Remind one me the, on that. I think they were... Go yeah. ahead. As a, that's one of the reasons I didn't like it. It was like so like, look at Baby Yoda. He's cute, right? You like Baby Yoda, right? He is. Right? 
He is, but like no when you do that, that over and over and over, it's like I know what you're trying to do. You're just trying to appeal to my emotions. Big deal. He's cute. He's cute. I like him. So yeah, yeah no, I know exactly the what they were trying to do. Face, when they the less cute he becomes. Like I try to see in his face. Like and and when they're trying to use him to like, are you a your... monster? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like I'm. Like stop showing it's me. What? Like try, stop oh. trying to stop trying to make him so cute and then. Like, try oh, to, 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 like, make, to make up for the... you can't have one. That's what it is. <laughs> Legit, if someone bought me a Baby Yoda plushie, I would throw it away. Because I don't care for it. They'd be like, why did you give money to the, okay, the, the, Disney, all right. the Disney Star Wars? Why would you ever do that? So, so edgy. All right, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but for real, I, I didn't have a problem with them throwing Baby... Or throwing Grogu into every single possible scene that they could. Yeah, but it's but, like... But that's just my opinion. You it know? doesn't... You, you may, it you usually doesn't advance the plot in any way. It's usually just like a fan service moment. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, if I, I'm fine with fan service as long as it doesn't break the story. Yeah, but it, it doesn't advance the Unlike story Unlike the sequels. It doesn't advance the Yeah, but it's just... it's. Either. I'm fine with it because it kind of makes things a little fun. It was funner in the first season when it was... It wasn't like every single episode they were trying to just get him in. And you could, like, yep. every once in a while, he'd do something cute, and you'd be like, oh, that's cool. But this season, it's like, look at him. Look at him. And it's well, like, well, no. Well, let's be honest. To most people, The Mandalorian is all about all about Grogu. That's to most people. So they wanted to put him in there as much as possible. Yeah. Keep like, in mind, we're not going to get to see him again for another year. Good. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so that... Those are my opinions on 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 that scene and why he shouldn't have kept him in the ship. Um, that's just what I think. So, well, I think he'd be safer elsewhere. I mean, I guess okay. I can I can understand your argument for the fobs if they still have them, but they're just never brought up again. So I guess we just assume they they don't work anymore for some arbitrary reason. Yeah, or Mando's just living with the fact that you know I could probably be attacked at any moment so i have to keep myself on guard i mean he's literally never attacked by any other bounty hunters like ever again so i don't know about that no yeah i mean not that we see in the story all right let's let's move on from this okay so Cobb vamp what did you think say again Cobb vamp Cobb. Cobb. oh is he like the the marshal (laughs) To know these things. <laughs> is he the Cobb marshal? Van, the marshal who wears okay, Mandalorian okay. armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't have many problems with him. Um, he was all right. I, th- I did think it was like interesting to see, like, like you couldn't see it, but Mandalorian like shock when he took off the helmet. It's like so cool how he just like you can yeah. tell you can tell how shocked he is without even seeing his face. I think we were all shocked. We were like, wait, he's not supposed to do that. And we're like, whoa! He's like, wait, that's illegal. You know, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But the... the, It's like the cliche thing happens where, like, he's like, give me that armor. And he's like, no. And then they're about to fight. But then, like, something happens. And it's like, they can't fight. Yeah, I like that cliche, too. It's it's so so reminiscent. uh, It's so reminiscent of a Western. It's like, hey, this is a Western at the moment. Um, you guys, they're about to fight because they consider each other. One guy considers himself an expert and the other guy's an actually an expert. And so they're like, okay, let's, let's do this. We're, we're going to fight tooth and nail over this armor. 
Um, and they had both agreed to do it. And I knew that like they weren't going to cheap shot each other. They both had mutual respect because um, they refrained from fighting in that moment. So I liked it. I liked it. I thought that was kind of cool. I saw exactly what they were trying to do. I didn't like it or dislike it. I was just kind of indifferent towards it. But yeah. Yeah. But then there's this like the sand monster comes in and then it's like it goes like in a straight line through the town. And it's like, how has this town not been leveled already? Like, the way it goes through the town, it's like, that should just uproot every house if it just went underneath the house. It would just be done. Yeah. And it's like, who who built, who's, whose idea was it to build a, a town here? Like, oh, it'll be fine. I mean, people who don't know about a dragon, and maybe the dragon doesn't show up for a couple days or weeks until they've already set up camp. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of odd for the dragon to just come right through there and, like... In a, in a perfectly straight line as to not bother any of the houses. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, but then but there's, there's... I like... Huh, go you ahead. Go, you go. Well, I was going to say, I liked the how um it kind of brought the Tuscans and the villagers together to defeat the dragon. Sure, it was another cliche, but um, settle your differences and help us fight this beast. But I think it was, I think it was cool. Yeah, it was alright. But this, uh, this okay, this is this is also isn't like a mark against like the season, but or the episode. But it's like when he's talking to the people, the sand people. He's like talking, but he's like also using sign language. Like, did you find that weird? Not really. No. That's, that seems like the way they communicate, so their language could be a mix of talking and hand signs. Or, in their culture, it's easy. It, in their culture, they communicate both with talking and hand signs, although they're not required to use each one at the same time. I don't know, you can write that off. That's yeah. like an easy write-off. Yeah, I mean, it was just weird to me. I was like, I was like, he's talking, but he's also signaling, and it's like... Does he need both? I was like, I was just. Well, confused. if you look at the way, if you look at the way they act, that's exactly what they do too. So it's not weird at all. What do you mean they? The Tuscans. Oh yeah, but I've I've actually never seen that from a Tuscan raider before. I don't think so. I don't think I don't no, remember. No, right there in the episode, the same episode. No, but did he do that last season? Because he, he was he doing. Talk, he talked to them last season. I'm pretty sure. Remember in the. I don't know. When he was, we was with that younger, like that greeny, bounty hunter, and then he was trying to like get yeah, yeah. the desert. I'm pretty sure he talked to them yeah. without move. I don't know. Well, anyways, it's a right. Yeah, it's easy to write off. Whatever. But and then again, he could be bad at speaking Tuscan and needs to use his hands to try to communicate, just yeah. like we used. We try to communicate with someone who can't hear us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then um, my next thing is, like, when they finally do fight, like, the big sand snake or whatever it is, it's like their their plan is very strange. It's like they could have saved a lot of time if they just, you know, because it, it ends with Mando just having him eat, like, a banther or, like, the cow thing with with bombs on it. And it's like, why didn't they just do that yeah. from the start? Like, that would be so much easier. Because they didn't think about it. People in movies are stupid, and hindsight is hindsight is always twenty twenty. Should have thought of that, especially when you're watching movies. Like, yeah, you should have um, led with if that. If we're talking about, if we're talking about creatures, nobody had that idea 
uh, even Mando, until that moment where we realize, okay, this thing's coming for me. Oh, wait, we're out of explosives. Oh, wait, there's someone on this creature. Oh, wait, it's going to eat me. Oh, wait, maybe you can eat this creature and me too. And I can detonate it with the button. I so, had but um, I had that idea when they were like they were getting the bombs like on the creatures like to transport well, good them. Good for you. They're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the writers who wrote the show should be like, oh yeah, they could just do this from the start. Okay. Let's be honest. If the writers always took the path of least resistance to dealing with problems, half of the movies wouldn't exist that we have well, They do take the path of least resistance because they could have come up with a better way to do it or a more interesting way to do it. But the path of least res- least resistance is to make up. A bunch of fluff, and we're like, "Oh, you no, no!" I'm saying the this. path of the path of least resistance for them would have been okay. We'll just have them execute the plan in the beginning, like he was supposed to, at the end, and just make that over with. And that would have been that would have kind of made it a bit boring. Yeah, but I'd rather it make sense and be boring than it not make sense because then I can't enjoy it. I mean, I'd say it made perfect sense. I mean, if you look at. Uh, Levi, if you were if you in, look that, at, in that oh. caravan of people, and you were loading bombs onto the on the the big cow things, and you were like, "Why don't we just have this thing eat?" Like, wouldn't you have that thought? Like, they could just eat one of these, and would you not have that thought? I did not actually. You were, you I did didn't it? think about that. I was I was wrapped up. I didn't think about it. It literally no. it eats, it eats I... like two, or it eats one of them in the very beginning. And then on the second part where they're loading up bombs, I'm like, oh, they're going to do... I, I thought, oh, they're going to do that. They're going to just have eat that thing and they're going to blow it up. I mean, if we're saying, why didn't they? Then, you know, why didn't Thanos just snap two times the amount of food and resources into the galaxy? Or instead snap people's intentions to not be so greedy about the resources they were given? Why didn't... um? Gosh, what was that one? Why didn't uh, the Avengers target the Chitauri spaceship from the get-go instead of trying to deal with all the invaders? Ooh, There's so I, many I have, questions. I have a problem with why that didn't, Chitauri why didn't, why didn't... Yeah, sure. But, I mean, there, there's so many why-didn't scenarios that could come up. Um, yeah, in Solo, if they're, if why they're didn't Kara um, just follow Han Solo and save herself from Darth Maul, or whatever her name was? You know, why didn't... It's It's... That's a game everyone can play. Hide and Sight is twenty twenty, and especially if you're a spectator, observer, doing everything, thinking about all the possibilities. They could have done so many things to make their problems less. You know, like Mando, he's a he's a really good fighter, and he's he's a business guy. Like he's all about his business. But when it comes to solving problems or getting nuances and stuff like that, he's not exactly the best. The thing about the why didn'ts is like if it can be explained and it's valid, then it's a flaw if you if you if you don't correct it. I think what would have been a flaw is if the dragon had defeated them and they didn't use that technique. So if they didn't use a technique and the dragon defeated them, then that would have been a flaw. Why is that but a flaw? It's... No, why is that a flaw? Because um What's the word for it? Because then nobody, because you can't credit anybody with, you know, having the brains to think up a solution like that. And then you realize, okay, yeah, they got defeated, end of story, and uh, nobody's the better off for it. So it's only a flaw if the hero loses? No, it's only a flaw if, if the, if the fi- like, you can't, it's only a flaw if the person at the end 
not ne- I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a flaw, but it's only like, why didn't they think about this if the person doesn't do it at the very end? It, I think that's only applicable in that situation. If it doesn't happen in the very end, then why didn't the hero think about this? So eventually, yeah, they did think about it. It just took him a while to think about that idea. They could have led with it from the get-go, but nobody was thinking about it. And if you think about it, he was the only one really planning the strategy. Everyone else was like, or was it Cobb, I think? There was only one guy planning strategy. Everyone else was like, all right, we're on board with whatever. So his strategy is he's not thinking hes not thinking outside of the box, per se. He's thinking, let's target the belly, because a long time ago, we've got some intel on how the belly was, or however it went, how, how we've got some intel on how the belly was soft or vulnerable. So let's target it in that spot and see if that does anything. Um, and if with just his one idea, everyone's like, okay, yeah, we'll try that. And uh, they do. And mm. it doesn't work, so... I think it speaks more to... They end up in a fist fight with the dragon. Huh? I think it speaks more to Mando's incompetence as a character. Well, he he eventually finally figures it out, so I don't think so. So if he eventually figures it out, it's not a flaw? Yeah. If he eventually (laughs) figures it out, then you can't really call him stupid for not thinking about it in the first place. I mean... You can, they're human, okay? You can't, if it, you can't really look at the situation and think about it and look at it from an outsider's perspective and say, well, this is what they should have done. I mean, if we're, if we're being real, yeah, the writers could say, what's the best way to solve this problem that we've made for them? And then say, okay, this would be the best way to solve it for them. And then have them just do that automatically. But, but that, that would make that's for the thing, a boring story. If, if, you, like, if you create the a problem, if you create a problem huh? and then the solution is boring, then you need to create a, a more interesting way to solve the. You need to either create a new problem, or create a more interesting way to solve the problem. That's what good writing is. That's that's how, like when you really try to write something good, you go over it. You try to make it make sense while making it entertaining, while making it interesting, versus being like, oh, we have this problem. How are we gonna solve it without you know while making it look like it takes like it's hard? Versus like actually seeing like, actually making a problem. That takes an interesting solution rather than rather than trying to make an interesting solution out of a dull problem. I did think it was an interesting solution at the end because I hadn't anticipated that. See, <laughs> I feel like it's so, so obvious. I've, I don't know. Uh, to me, it was very obvious that like, oh, they should do that. It's obvious as soon as you. It's obvious when it happens. But no, no, it thing. was it was obvious way was... before it happened. Like when they were when they, literally, I told you when they not were, to me. I don't know how you didn't see it, bro. I don't know. I mean, the Mandalorian could be over if everyone implemented the obvious solutions. Don't take the baby. Don't take the bounty, okay? Um, just hand him over and forget about it. Um, yeah, but that that makes sense because it of Mando's right character, though. That makes more sense. Versus yeah, this, I guess. Like, I mean, where they, it's like... They had to do it for story development. Well, no, it makes sense in his character, and, and because his character was based on um, him being raised as a foundling, and you know the yeah. man, it's it's like part of the Mandalorian's creed that they protect children. So him yeah. protecting Baby Yoda is like part of his creed. He's he's grown up all his life following this creed. And Do now, you think he was smart for him to attack for him to take him back? No, it wasn't smart, but it was it made sense within his character. This doesn't. Okay. This isn't smart, and it doesn't make sense within. The character, like if, if Mandalorian like was supposed it's... to be like a competent bounty hunter, they said he was like the best in his parsec. At least, uh, 
Grief or whatever the black guy's name. That's what he said. He was the best in the parsec, apparently. And it's like, if he's supposed to be this great, smart bounty hunter, competent in all this, why does he not think of that? Like, he, he should have been the first one to be like, oh, yeah, duh. Well, here's the thing. He was the, he was the first person to think of that. He was the only person to think of that. Anyways, I, I, think, I think that that's just nitpicking at what could have been better. That's what I honestly think. Well, I don't think it was good in the first place. I think it was all right. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's better than some of the, <laughs> the other episodes. But... Well, what, what was the, alter- what's the alternative with the dragon? Well, I think what's, the dragon What's an alternative, is... better story with the dragon? I'm not sure. I'm not a writer, so I don't know, but. Ah, that's it. Well, just cause I don't know the answer doesn't mean there's not a better answer. Well, I know, but, but what's the alternative? Because I'm good with what the way it is. I'm I'm happy to hear a, a so wait. Um, so it's either come come up with a solution or just just be okay with what happened. No, I mean you could say it could have been better in this way instead of saying it just could have been better. Yeah, I think it would have been better if Menlorn was a competent bounty hunter. I don't know if he was if he was smarter. I think it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's a competent bounty hunter. The he, it really speaks for himself Indeed. to think. The the Jawas had or did I say Jawas? The Tuscan Raiders hadn't thought about that idea and they were losing one guy every single time they went to feed the dragon to make it sleep or whatever. They were losing a guy every single time they did that. The villagers hadn't thought of that idea. Uh Cobb Vanth hadn't thought about that either. So I think within the within the frame of reference, I think it was I think he's competent. Yeah, well, if you have to make everyone around if, your character incompetent to make him competent, that's kind of like, eh. Well, like I say, I feel like this is a bit of a rabbit hole, and this is nitpicking in some way. Okay, well, but we'll yeah, move on. I mean, my my opinion is that it's fine. Your yours is that it wasn't. So yeah, sure. All right, then yeah, you know, he does the whole thing where he's like Jonah and the whale gets swallowed up. Jonah and the whale by the big old. That was kind of that was a cool scene. That was a cool scene. You can't uh, lie. I don't think so. He should have just jetpacked away. Out with the lightning. He should have just jetpacked. Like out with the electricity. Okay, huh? and wait, and wait, wait. When does he have a taser? I don't remember that. That was a weird scene to me. It's his rifle. It's his rifle. His rifle tases people? Did I miss that? I don't remember his rifle tasing people. I mean, I, I don't... Me neither, but it seems like so they, something that that they rifle would do. pulled out of thin air. Like, I don't know. That To me, that seemed oh, like they my. pulled out of thin air. Because we've never they seen him do the that. They staff out of thin air, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> hard to... We've never seen him do that. It's not hard to imagine but, that if he was a Mandalorian, he was trained in how to use a staff and that they, that they make well, weapons out of Beskar. That's like that's very easily explainable. It's not, it's not hard to imagine that a rifle that can vaporize people also has a stun setting on it where he can yeah, stun things. I mean, that's sure, like it's saying, a surprise, but it's a cool surprise. I liked it. But that's like attaching a taser to an AR-15. It's like... It's it's like you wouldn't expect that yeah. from a weapon. Yeah, and we're playing we're playing space cowboys too. While we're at it, I mean, no, you wouldn't expect it, but it's Star Wars. Yeah, but they and should. I feel nice they, they should at least set that up to be like, oh, his his rifle can do this before they just have that whole scene. And and no one really thought he was gonna die. Like it's the first episode of the second season. No one thinks right. he's actually gonna die. Of course not. He's not gonna die. So that, but you, it was, the, I have to say that was a cool scene. I rewatched it a few times. Okay, so since you like. If you have a better solution, bring it up. I, I think he should just, just jetpacked away while the thing swallowed Just jetpacked away, been like, like uh, uh, forget about you guys, forget about the armor. No, like, uh, like when leaving. the thing's charging at him and the, and the uh, like the little the cow has the bombs on him, 
As soon as it's about to eat, he just jetpacks off. Yeah, yeah. For the frame of reference, jetpacks, when you when you look at when the dragon dives at them and they fly away, um, they were kind of expecting him and Cobb. The dragon dives at them, to, or the worm, dives at them to eat them or kill them, and they fly away. They're response time on that is actually pretty it seems like they just barely got away by the skin of their teeth so one thing i would say is that he wouldn't he wasn't um he didn't have enough time to do it and if he did he didn't really want to he risk had, he had plenty the of thing time. not eating huh he had plenty of time not really if you go back and rewatch it he's holding the th I, his idea was i'm going to let this I'm going to. Yeah, I can't remember he had he that whole plan in his head. Like he knew it was to... coming towards him. It wasn't like he was right. holding the cow and then he turned and then all of a sudden it was there. It's like he had that. He already right, he was knew it was on his but way. But the thing is, he was holding the cow and he didn't have enough time to tie it up so it would be stuck in one spot. So he didn't need to tie it up. That thing it. is slow. That thing is. Have you seen those things move? Those things can't run. I've seen them. I mean, I'm pretty sure one of them did. No. Their when? walking pace is slow. When did they run? Was... I've never seen one run. Hold on, hold on. Because I, I, when those things move, they're like snails, bro. Like a fat cow. Yeah. Those things do not move fast. And that thing could have... And that thing... And even if it did somehow move fast, this, this snake monster is much faster than that thing, no matter how fast it is. So it would have gobbled him yeah. up. He could have just jetpacked away. It would have gobbled up the cow, and it likes. It already likes cows, anyways. Like it already, or whatever those things are. It already likes them. Yeah, I mean, so it doesn't need to go for the cow. Them. I think. Yeah, so he could have just jetpacked away, and it, and it would have got the cow, and then it could blow up. Versus this, like having this dramatic. Oh, is he? Is he gonna be okay? And it's like, oh yeah, he just. The, he used the taser on his rifle. <laughs> yeah. Get out of its stomach. I don't know. Yeah, he had enough time to jetpack away, but I feel like he didn't want to risk. He want he wanted to pull that off the way he did. 100%. He wanted to get swallowed. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the scene, I'm looking at the scene right now. Okay, so would you say that Mandalorian is smart? Would I say he's smart? Yeah. <sighs> he's, in terms of practical intelligence, yes. 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 Okay, so so when he sees yes. uh, a giant snake monster spewing acid from its from its belly, right? His plan is then, okay, I don't want to risk this, so I'm going to go into the acid belly of this thing and make sure the thing is in there, and then I'm going to jump out. Like he's like, do you not plan on getting melted? And why? It, the real question is, why isn't he melted when he comes out? The the first the so the first first problem is. If he's supposed to be this smart character, he should not. He should never want to go anywhere near that thing's mouth because it just spewed acid spit at like a bunch of aliens. Let's call it his armor. Yeah, he uh, he, he's armor. wearing cloth as well. Yeah, that should have all been melted. It's not just cloth. That's a really overgeneralization. I'd have to look into his armor, but from the stuff that he survived, I'd say he's not just wearing cloth. So what is he wearing? They should. They, if that's a thing, they should specify that as well. 
There's no reason they to don't, believe. I feel like as soon as you specify everything about a character, he sort of loses that mysterious, you know, element of possible oh, element of surprise. Oh, kind of like it's taking like, off their mask. Okay, yeah, that's a different topic. No, that's a different topic. That's exact. That's the same topic. Hold on, that hold is on. the same topic. We'll, no, we'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Okay, yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll in get a there. Second. We'll get there. But if we specify exactly every single thing he is and isn't capable of, it's no longer interesting when he goes into a fight. If we specify it down to the last minute, um, we didn't one hundred percent know everything he had in the first season, and it's, Dude, I think it's nice his, that his cape is just a new clock. things are sort of unfolding. Like he, he's just wearing clothes under the armor. Huh? Like he's just wearing clothes under the armor. Like there's, it's not a special type yeah, of cloth. Basically, yeah, that should have all been melted. I mean, nobody shows if he actually goes into the belly or if he just um manages to hang on to the tongue or something like that. Dude, there's it has acidic saliva. Anything that's not Beskar should have been melted. Yeah. yeah. So would you say that's a flaw in the writing? It could be, but I feel like it's more of a nitpick than a flaw. How's it a nitpick? I mean, that that's, the, that's what takes me out. Because, like, if you see it spewing acid, then he goes in, and then he comes out covered in slime. It's like, don't I mean, you, you don't think you about that? I, I did, but I was like, I kind of, I wrote it off again. It's cowboys, it's space, you're playing space cowboys and Indians. You can't expect it to be realistic. I mean, if you continue down this road, you're going to be wondering, why are there explosions in Star Wars space? Because space has, you can't have explosions, you can't have sounds. Why are there the sounds? And if you let that ruin it for you, then you might as well just, you know, not no, watch Star not Wars. About, because it's, it's not about me unrealistic. wanting it, It's not about me wanting to be realistic. It's about me wanting it to... Stick to the rules that it made up. Like to if, be you, if you, if you, make, yeah, and be consistent in the rules that you make. Like, of course, yeah, explosions shouldn't be possible in space. But if we see explosions in Star Wars, that means in this universe, explosions happen in space. But also, if you say that this creature can spit acid, then maybe you don't want to go inside that creature and then and then have him come out and be completely fine. Like it, it, it's, it's, it, that's like, the inconsistency in the writing. That's what really get. That's what get, takes yeah. me out of it. I feel like I feel like he was kind of sacrificing himself in a way because he told him to make sure he takes care of the child. He told Cobb, "Make sure you take care of the child." I don't think he expected to make it out. Yeah, I don't think he was going to sacrifice himself. That that's not the play. That was definitely not the play. Yeah, I don't think he. I think he was going to, but I, I, he said to make sure that he takes care of the child. I know that he wasn't going to die. Well, the child was on the battlefield, but, you know, because where, wherever I go, he goes. Yeah, well, he says take care of the child because that's his last charge. Take care of the child, tells that to Cobb Vamp, because that's the one thing that he was working on. That's his last charge, his last responsibility. So he figures if I tell him to take care of the child, I can be all right with risking myself in you know, an almost suicide mission into the belly of this uh, of this creature. Or he could jetpack away and save all the contrivance of the scenes. Yeah, but then it's boring, and we don't get the lightning scene. How is and that I like boring? Jetpack away, he swallows the deal. Boom, and we then, should have thought yeah, about it, that. It, There's no it, risk no. involved. There's no suspense. What do you mean no... no suspense? He almost got eaten. He doesn't have to go in the belly to almost get eaten. He already, he already yeah, almost well, got eaten. Cobb almost got eaten too, and a bunch of Tusken Raiders almost got eaten. But it's not the same suspense as when he's inside the thing and you're like, there what's was going no on suspense here? Are they going to put him in the hospital for the zero, rest of the... There was zero suspense in that scene. 
You weren't worried for him. Okay. It's a, you know it's season one. Like uh, I mean episode like, one. I was, you're not worried about him. I was him. excited. I was like I wasn't I won't say I was worried, but I was like, What's what's going to happen? You knew you know, it was are going they gonna to put happen. him in the hospital you know he, for the rest? You knew he was somehow going to get out safely. That's what you knew. I did regardless, regardless of how it happened. I don't I don't because, how, how see, did you not know that? That's a, how did you not know that? Well, I mean, I feel like that's a, that's being a little polarizing. It's Disney. You can they can kill Mando and everything blows no, it up. It's not even about then, Disney. Like it's about the fact that it's season two, episode hold one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they could kill Mando. No, they didn't. The baby grows up to be a Mandalorian it. or something. No, no. Listen, I mean, it would be horrible writing, yes, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it could happen. There's anything can happen. You don't know what something would would happen until it's, it's already happened. So they could kill Mando and then have Grogu become. The Mandalorian, or have another yeah. Mandalorian come pick him up, or something. Dude, or you, okay. they could kill him and then just start telling his story from when he was a young child all the way up until that moment for the rest. Like, there's so many ways it could go. To say that they're not going to do it, I mean, yeah, you're right, but that's just that's just kind of purposefully taking yourself out of the scene for the sake of realism. What do you mean? It's not realism; it's consistency. For the sake of consistency. Yeah, and consistency matters. You can't just be like this happens one minute and the next minute it's all different. Like like what if I mean, one day someone sees Mando and it goes through his armor and he dies? It's like that's inconsistent because that's you, you'd, have to, inconsistent. you'd have to explain that. You'd have to explain like, oh, this that is a certain type of bullet or like maybe it was a best car bullet or something or something, you know, it, it had to be explained. You couldn't just shoot someone would, one day you know? shoot, shoot Mando and it goes through his armor and be like, oh, Beskar is penetrable now. Yeah, but if someone shot Mando through his armor, then I would be like, okay, what's going on here? Because it's been established that the armor helps block shots, you know. If yeah, someone shot if... the armor and it actually went through, yeah, that's not a nitpick. That's like, what's going on here? But but it's, just, it's the same thing I'm talking about, where like the acid is established to melt people. And then he goes in, he's covered in acid, and he's just fine. To burn people. Did they actually die from that? Uh, it's heavily implied that they did. Heavily implied did they die. Levi, we don't need to see the bodies. Like, this This is Disney. <laughs> They're not going to show us, like, the exactly. burning corpses. Like, oh. Exactly. So did, so we don't know. Did they die or not? Were they severely, they died, severely Levi. burned or not? Use your brain. Does, Levi, use your brain. No, they died. Yeah. They Hear died. me out. Hear me out. Oh, my god! Does Mando have some sort of fire-resistant armor because Are he is carrying a mini flamethrower on his wrist? We don't know these oh things. Oh, my gosh. Until <laughs> we actually know these things for sure, you can't claim inconsistent writing. Leo, are you serious right now? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, there's. it's a world of... <laughs> it's, it's Star Wars. So the people who, the people who really are covered in acid are just like... They're, they just have like a... They're just chilling at home right now. They're just... They're good. They went back to their family. In the hospital, the infirmary, yeah. Maybe oh, somebody sprayed man. them with um Bacta or whatever the stuff You're is. You're serious right now? I mean, in a way, kind of. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone said, I was sprayed with acid and I survived. Remember Boba Fett's armor was acid-stained? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is he not dead, That's huh? his armor. It didn't... He wasn't drenched in it like those like fifteen people were. Oh, so so, but how do we know that, Levi? You cannot be serious. It's because it's all right of his armor is acid stained. All of his armor is acid stained. Okay, so we don't know what happened to him. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. The only thing that I was I was kind of bummed about was that the acid did not stain Mando's armor. So I thought, why doesn't it permanently stain his armor like it did Boba Fett's? That was the one thing that I was like, oh wait, so 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 that's a inconsistent, but him not being burned is somehow not not inconsistent. I didn't. I I wouldn't call it inconsistent. I was like, what would the difference in the acid be between the thing that got him and the thing that got Boba Fett? Because See, the thing that got Boba Fett's acid was a lot stronger than the acid, you know, permanently stained the Beskar, right? See, that's so the acid had to have been a lot stronger. That's when. But you, okay. if that would if that would be the case, and that would mean somebody could survive a lot more acid than that dragon would put out. But then, if that's also the case, why did those Tusken Raiders die, or why was it heavily implied that they died <laughs> when they were hit with the acid? They died. See. But at that point, you're doing so, the writer's jobs for them. You're making up your own headcanon for like, oh, this acid must be stronger when we have no way to prove that. And that, at that point, you're, well, you're, just, you're making the writer's job easy because then, then you're just going to write the show for if, them. If one acid can stain, if acid can stain Beskar permanently, then other acid should be able to do that or should have done it already unless it's the acid from a different creature, which would be stronger or weaker or whatever. <sighs> Man, oh man. Okay, well let's let's move on. Let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Let's go to episode two. Two, the worst one of the whole series. That's Cap. I think episode six yeah. or seven is more one of the worst. I think two is just full of filler. Which filler I'm fine with because if the writers just stick to everything canon, they're not allowed to have fun. And they can't really do anything new if everything has to be canon. We already know what to expect. We kind of know what we're going to see. But it's nice when we get some filler every once in a while. But I think this was, it was the most filler filler episode after it was done. I was like, okay, I mean, cool. The Mandalorian I didn't really need a, to see that. The Mandalorian has a lot of filler. Like there, eh, was eight, I would disagree. There was eight, Everything was plot related except for this episode. Was it? It was very thinly plot related. It was like a side quest. Barely. What do you I mean, mean barely? This whole episode, you could have gotten you could have gone without it. You could have gone without the whole episode and the show would not have suffered. Same with the first season. The whole first season? I mean the uh, first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not really because you got to find Boba Fett's armor and Really? Learn how you it could got start there. at like you could start like the end of episode three. No, because you want to know, you want to see Boba Fett still on scene. You want to see who Cobb Vanth is, why he has Boba Fett's armor. Um, you want to yeah, see, the, oh, Mando's actually got good relations ba- with the Tusken Raiders. The episode Raiders. isn't based around Boba Fett, though. The episode is based around that whole townspeople thing, which is, that's definitely Yeah, failure. but it gives an introduction. And I think it's, I think the stories are cool there, too, because you're showing the lives of people who aren't related to Jedi or Skywalkers in any way, just, you know, ordinary people. Well, you can yeah. like the story, uh, but it's definitely filler. Yeah, it's filler. I liked it. The, first the second episode are filler. was filler. The second episode was filler, and I didn't like it because it had almost nothing important in it, except for you know some friendly banter between friendly, not so friendly, and you show them being pulled over by space cops. Um, a bunch of they, they have a big spider chase, Baby Yoda being cute eating eggs. It wasn't necessary. Um, it contributed absolutely nothing to the story. Yeah, and they play it off as a joke, and it's like. 
that's not really funny. Like, he's literally eating her babies. And they, it, kind, and no, like, it was kind of funny, okay? It was not funny. It Don't be sensitive, it's all a, right? It's a sentient eggs. creature. We eat eggs all the time, all right? Okay, but Every we, creature we don't eat fertilized. Right? We don't eat the eggs that are, like, about to hatch. Oh, no, but we just eat... We eat the chickens instead, yes. <laughs> yeah, but chickens aren't sentient the way that... The way that we are. Like, the aliens... The okay. frog aliens are sentient creatures. Like, we can talk well, to them. We can reason the with them. Wars universe... In the Star Wars universe, there's a lot of creatures that are sentient, that are eaten, and it's just culturally accepted there. So Where? Which, 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 those which, fertilized which, which eggs sentient were not... creatures are eaten? Uh, <laughs> lizard eggs. <laughs> the lizards aren't sentient. No, no, the, um, the lizard lady. <laughs> oh, that that's the only one, but what, what, what other sentient creatures have been eaten in Star Wars? I like, don't know. Like creatures but you can I, talk, like talk to that and happens. reason with. Hmm? Like creatures you can talk to and reason with. Which one of those have been eaten? And it's shown as normal. So let's, funny. Do, let's do a little recent question. So say there's a creature that is slightly less intelligent than a human. It will have absolutely, but not, but not quite non-sentient. It will have absolutely no problem eating a creature that's less sentient than it. Or more sentient than it for that matter. Just because it's slightly less sentient than a human, cannibalism is something that still exists in the world today. And uh, that doesn't make it okay. Actually... We don't say, "Oh, cannibalism is." No, no, funny. I didn't say. I didn't say it makes it okay. I mean, it makes it for for certain people. It's culturally acceptable, and it's not entirely out of the thought that if that's if that's culturally acceptable in some places in the world, it's not entirely out of line that creatures from entirely different systems and galaxies would not have a problem eating creatures that were on a different level of sentience. So all for I, them, it's probably not even a big deal. All I want to say is that Baby Yoda is clearly pro-choice. That's all I'm saying. Baby Yoda is okay with aborting <laughs> okay. babies. Baby Yoda, he doesn't care. He just, he's be, Baby Yoda is pro-choice. That's all I'm saying. I mean, clearly. All right. He's like, they're, he's like they're, not, they're not alive yet, guys. We can yeah. eat them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Baby Yoda's not very smart either. He's just cute. That's it. Yeah, but they, the show don't. plays it off as a joke when it really, it's not, it's not really funny. It's like you're eating it's someone's babies. It's, it's really someone's funny. Babies. It's really funny. Levi, I hope you have babies. Okay, no, I'm not going to say I hope you do, but, but imagine, humans, okay? imagine so if you, you were having a baby and somebody eats it and it's like, well, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't out yet. I, I it, it was just a little snack. It's funny, right? <laughs> like, no, dude. Okay. She's she's like a duck. That's a little bit smarter than a duck. What? That's it. <laughs> what are you talking about? So imagine just just put in her place a duck. All right. That's a little bit smart. No, she could actually talk. So yeah. Yeah, she, might be that's right what I'm saying. You can one. talk can and talk. reason with them. These are they're sentient. Like, like they're no, not like it's, it's not like it a chicken. I didn't think too far into it, but it was like I don't think it was as big of a deal as people made it. It just, it just. I they, feel they, like people they, were trying to nitpick and find things wrong that weren't really wrong, and they brought that up, and it was like, ah, all right, fine, you're right. Yeah. That's how it kind of feels. That whole situation. And that's the problem. Like that's my problem with what like, they're trying to shove Baby Yoda in your face, and it's like. Even when it's like weird, it's like why is this like why do you think this is funny? It's it's uh it's like no. 
it wasn't that weird, and it was kind of funny. It was very weird that you're gonna eat. They're 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 playing off someone eating someone's babies as like a joke, and it's like no. I'm not saying that like it ruins the show, but it's just like why? It's like it's it's like why, you know? Okay. Yeah. Well. Also, I think we talked about this what? um before, what, what, what? but it was about um. How, like, when he comes back from the mission, the lady who who's at Tatooine in the bar, at that moment, she is playing cards with someone that knows where she can find another Mandalorian. And it's like, what? It's like... It's Improbable, like, but not impossible. Yeah, but that that's, what we, that's like the textbook definition of lazy writing. It's just like, oh, he, he's back. Not but, really. Yeah, it is. Like... It's simple writing, and they're honest about it. It's simple writing. I wouldn't call it lazy writing. I'd say it's lazy. The fact that as he's walking... Not not even like, oh, hey, I I met someone who saw him. It's like as soon as he walks in, just coming from from failing, immediately she's literally playing cards at that moment with somebody who has the exact information he's looking for. And it's like, that's just... It's too easy. It's too easy. I feel like that's a bit of a nitpick. That's like supposed to be a transitional scene, and they try to make it as short as possible. I would say. How is that a um, nitpick? Look, define nitpick. I feel like, I feel like a nitpick is making a big deal out of something that isn't necessarily that important. That's well, when what I would these things pile up and keep piling up, it becomes important. I mean, not really. Not really. Why not? I mean, it's it's hard to say, but uh, it really depends on the level of criticism you're giving when you're when you're watching the show. Me, I watch the show to enjoy it. I notice some inconsistencies, but if we're talking about relative TV shows, relative work, some of the inconsistencies were I didn't find any blatant blatant inconsistencies except for maybe the tracking fobs. That was a huge inconsistency that they just forgot about. But all the rest, I feel like it can be written off and been, okay, it's Star Wars, big deal. I mean, stuff happens. There's stuff goes on, should go on behind the scenes. And if they take the time to explain every single little thing that they need to for the story to happen, then it just bogs everything down. They don't That's have to explain every little thing, but they just they just can't make it so easy. Like, the moment he walks in, like, that's just too much. Like, she could say, oh, I met someone, did it, and that information, and I'll get them to you. Versus, like... As he walks in, she's in the bar playing cards with somebody who has information at that moment. And it's like, that's too much. That's just too much. I mean, she's, like, at, she's at a gas station, okay? She like runs least, a gas station. At least pretend it's, that you respect your audience no, no. enough to be but like... Hear, hear me out. She runs a gas station and a repair shop. Sorry. You're, you're cutting out. Oh, my bad. You, you keep going. Keep talking. I, she runs a gas shop, okay? She runs a gasoline shop and a repair shop. And she's got people coming in there every single day. Um, and she probably plays cards a lot, too. So That's my thing, though. Like, so, so about the gas station, it's like, yeah, I get that she meets a lot of people, like, frequently. But just not, like, like you can have that and be like, I know someone. Or I met someone. Or this and that. But just not, like, right as he's walking in. It's like, oh, hey, come meet this guy who has the information you need right now. And it's just I mean she's she's playing cards and it's not improbable that the person before him knew a Mandalorian from somewhere far away in the galaxy that they heard a couple months ago. 
and the person before them had also heard of a Mandalorian. It's not improbable. Yeah, but if that was true, then, like, Mandalorians wouldn't be so hard to find if everyone's seeing them. <laughs> if it's just Not so... everyone's seeing them, but hearing a rumor about a Mandalorian, that's more like it. Yeah, but this wasn't a rumor. She said she literally, her, her husband at least literally saw them. Yeah, so that's not a yeah, you're right. And, and that that's just is is too much. It's just too much. For me. So you feel like it was too easy. I feel like it was all right. I I feel like I would have been so much more tolerant if she had just said, "I actually know someone who who might have another lead," versus like the moment like as she's playing cards, like, "Oh yeah, by the way, someone I met today, like a few minutes ago," and it's yeah. like, really, really. Okay. Like I feel like it was all right. I feel like it was just, it was too much. It was just, I don't know. I couldn't take it. Anyways. Anyways. All right. The Frog Lady, you say the first three chapters were filler. The Frog Lady gets reunited, directs him to an inn. Okay, wait, wait, a wait, fisherman. wait. We need to, we need to talk about the Frog Lady because she's, she's, she's got some stuff going on. Okay. Why in the world can her eggs not travel at light speed or hyperspace? I don't know. Ask her. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the thing. They don't. There's no reason for it. They How just... do you know about the inner workings of the egg? <laughs> Levi, this is the thing, though. Lady. You're defending it, but it's like there's no evidence. There's no... It's like they don't... Does they... it need evidence? Yes, the it does. Levi, the lady Levi, says, Levi, my there's... eggs can't travel at hyperspace. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Levi! Just because someone like like okay, Ray says <laughs> Ray can lift the rocks with the for- huge rocks with the force, despite having no training. Now that we're not talking about. No, Ray, no, no. That's the thing. Off. That's the thing, though. When you when it comes to the sequel trilogy, you're much more critical than you are of Mandalorian. But you need to be equally okay, critical of both. Here. Okay, here, here this, hear me out here. I think this is a major nitpick here, and I'm not backing down off of this. And the reason why is. It's, they're going through hyperspace. Mm-hmm. There could be a million reasons why her specific fertilized eggs are not, cannot travel through hyperspace. One, because once they start, however hyperspace works, um, I'm not sure exactly how it works. I don't know if they use the concept of the hyperdrive. Is that what it is? Well, Levi, before you want to explain Anyways, the whole thing, what a, huh? why, why, think what? about why didn't the writers tell us? Think about that. Because it's it's literally not important. It's not. Important. <laughs> it's the reason the entire episode happens. That's the whole reason they can even have this whole like little mini adventure. That's the whole reason it happens, Levi. That's the entire no, it's reason. Not Im- they, they, they hold, no, they it's hold, not no, Im- the whole no the adventure. If they if they didn't have space, the adventure would be oh we just hyperspace from here to here and they're your eggs and that's it. That would be the whole adventure versus oh trouble sublight because. Her eggs don't can't cover so, hyperspace, so, and it's like so. What you're no telling sense. me is, if she had explained that she had some sort of condition, or because of the way that the eggs work, or whatever, if they jump to hyperspace, they get agitated, and then eventually they die, or something like that. If she had explained it out like that, you would have been okay with it. I would have preferred any explanation rather than none. It's 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 oh, way too contrived. Gosh. It's so artificial. It's just like, oh yeah, because we need this episode to happen. Her eggs can't go through hyperspace, and that's the only—that's the only way the episode can happen. No, 
The episode cannot I happen mean, if Rez can travel no, to hyperspace. No, no, no. He can have a damaged vehicle and say, okay, hyperspace travel is risky. Um, there's so many different things that, that he could He couldn't that, do that, that because they could, you, they could just re- repair his ship right there. She, the lady he's with like is like a repair lady. They could just repair it right there. Yeah, or maybe there's a damaged hyperdrive that needs parts to fix that are at this distance. Levi, would you defend the sequel trilogy this hard? Would I defend the sequel trilogy? No, because it's absolute garbage. However, I have watched some of the what was wrong with the Mandalorian, and I have not heard this point come up at all once. Well, maybe those people should have thought about it. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, because it is important. That's the whole reason the episode happens. It's it's uh, my opinion is that it's it is literally unimportant about how the inner workings of an egg works. Well, I, I think you know how, why Ray is so powerful is unimportant because I mean she just is. You should accept that. No, but that's that's breaking the whole Star Wars story. This is simply making room for a filler episode, and it works. Yeah, making room artificially that makes no sense. Like what 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 would imply? I mean, that if you want to look at it that way, have trouble with absolutely. If you want to, if you want to look at it that way, absolutely everything is contrived. No, not everything. The dark no, saber. It is, but yeah, but not everything. Why was not, every, not everything seems contrived. Hmm? Not everything seems contrived. Everything is contrived technically, but not everything seems contrived. That's why. That's the problem. It shouldn't seem. You shouldn't be able to tell that it's contrived. But when they say, "Oh, Ezra can't travel hyperspace," and they don't explain it. That's that feels contrived because they're just doing that so that episode can happen. I mean, I feel like you didn't need an explanation, but why not? All right, it's because you like the show. That's the thing, though. You like the show. I like the show, but I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Well, I'm that's not, that's not, like... that's not objective. I promise you, that's not objective. You have to look so at it. So, what's like... the alternative? Okay, what's the alternative to this then? What do you mean? What is the what should they have done instead of saying eggs could travel can't travel through hyperspace? Well, they could have done a million different things. Like there's no limitations in the writing. Like they could have done a million different but then things. If, but they, if they the wanted they wanted to do this. Hyperspace, Levi, this is what happened though. They wanted huh? some they wanted this to happen and then they realized oh, they could just hyperspace. And they were like, Okay, we need a reason why they can't hyperspace. And then they, they formed the episode around what they wanted to happen versus Letting it come naturally and flow through what the what the story could be, so they they wanted this adventure. They wanted a spider cave. They wanted okay. So you think you say it feels contrived? Yeah. Okay, I don't think it feels contrived. I think it just fit and it worked, and it was kind of like a nice insight into more of the characters that are outside of the uh, how do you say the popular continuity. You see, get to see a lizard later. You learn a lady. You learn about her, and if she, if hyperspace travel was available, she would have been able to. Um, what's the word for it? She would have been long gone already. Somebody would have taken her who was willing, because you know, just hyper, just hyper jump somewhere and be done with it. So she wouldn't actually be there. But Levi, that's a, that's exactly what the writers or. think. The writers are like, oh well, you know, if if that was a thing, then this wouldn't happen. So we need to make sure that this story happens. So now we need to make a reason for why she can't go hyperspace. They're they're they're, they're making the like story. F- Say, go ahead. I feel like it works if you're not being picky about it. That's I'm not picky. Think. I'm not very picky. But the fact, but they just don't explain it's, it. Oh, okay, okay. 
No, Levi. So you're okay with Go. that happening and not oh. no one explaining it? You're okay with that not being explained? It was. It feels like it was a little plot device, but it wasn't a little. It didn't break the story in any way, and we got to enjoy more of the Mandalorian. It wasn't breaking. It didn't have any negative effects. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. That doesn't mean it's not. Doesn't make sense. Just because it's not bad doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense, though, does it? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. So you're going to be objective, but then say stories don't need to make sense? I mean, uh, no, I'm saying stories do have to make sense. But yeah, this, that's why that bothers to, me. Because it doesn't if make you sense. Want to figure it, if you want to figure out 100% what, you know, if you want to figure out 100% the inner workings behind a story, um, then, yeah, you know, feel free to do that. But that kind of takes away from the... Um, I think you're, you, I, oh, I think you're setting part? up like a false dilemma, like an all or nothing fallacy, where it's like, well, if you want, if no, you want a hundred percent, then of course, yeah. But it's like, no, I don't need a hundred percent. I just need what's going on in the story right now to be explained to me. Like if you say, oh, um, I don't know, like if like, oh, we don't have hyper, hyper, um, what do they call it? Light speed gas. Hyperspace. Yeah. Or something and like, oh, we can't go light speed. Then that. You know, like, or well, they would have obviously just fueled up with light speed gas. No, I'm talking about like an a duck. If it was a different Star Wars thing, like maybe, um, I don't know, Han Solo's flying, and then they're trying to get away from somebody, but like, while they're getting away, they're like, oh, we're lowering hyperspeed gas. We can't just fly away. Then that's like, okay, that's explained to me. That like, that's why they didn't go hyperspace. Here it's like they didn't go hyperspeed because their so eggs can't survive saying, it, but it's not explained why your eggs can't survive. You're it. saying the eggs can't survive wasn't a good enough explanation. Not that it wasn't good enough. It's that they need to go. They need to tell us why they can't survive it, or else it just seemed like they pop, they made they just like made it out of thin air, and it's like they just made it up so the episode can happen. I feel like it was something. I don't feel like it was made up. I feel like it's something more that we learned about that specific species of creature in the Star Wars universe. Okay, That's Levi, what I look okay, at. Levi, you explain maybe, to me. Maybe, okay, okay, okay. maybe I'm being too beneficial or too you, you definitely not objective are. enough. I think, but it's, I no, think, I, think you, I, I think that that was fine. I think, I think you like the show a lot fine. and that's okay. Like you can like it, but I think when you like it, you're trying to justify all these writing flaws. No, no. I'm just saying, out of all the writing flaws I've seen, I have not heard anyone come up with this one. Well, I, I'm I'm just special, I guess. I, you know, I'm just good like that. You were you were built different. You were built. Different. <laughs> all right, let's built let's different. go to the next thing because we will we will disagree on this. Oh one. my goodness! Ah, I just I don't know how you I don't think overlook episode, that. Okay. Well, okay. I don't think uh, episode three was filler. Wait, 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 there's more stuff because about the egg egg girl, okay, or a frog girl. No, no more about the egg. Wait, 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 right. wait, no wait, wait. Okay. Um, I have a few notes. Okay, so I need to try and get. Okay, okay, the X-wing part when they show up, and and why did oh, this okay, is episode two, right? Yeah, it's still episode two when they show up initially. Um, they start asking the questions, yeah. and you know I don't want to be like negligent about it, but I want to give I want to give credit where credit is due. Like, the scenes where he's running away and, like, doing the whole chase thing, those scenes are cool. Like, no like no lie, those scenes are, like, really cool. Like, I enjoyed that, like, chase and that whole, like, going through the okay. clouds and him descending do all that. But I just, I, I didn't know, like, why did he run in the beginning? Maybe I missed it. So, I'm going to ask you, like, why did he run in the beginning? Why did he run in the beginning? Yeah. Or why did he try to get away? 
he's wanted they the New Republic wanted him because of the prison break that he made in the first episode. That's why. Yeah, but if he just stayed for like he 30, 30 that, seconds. Huh? If he and just, he knew that and they kept on pressing for more information, more information, more information until he was like, you know what? They're gonna get me. And so he just decides to run anyways. But if he just stayed for like thirty seconds, they would have been like, but you did this and this and this, and then it'd be over. Yeah, and then no more Mandalorian, no more nothing. He gets shot down by the X-Wings. He wouldn't get shot down. That thing is capable. Versus two X-Wings? That's a cargo bounty hunter transport deal with guns on it. Yeah. Those are actual I mean, the way the way jets. he maneuvers with it, it's like, it might as well be a battleship. Yeah. But we're, we're talking about two, um, two new Republic X-Wings here with, with fighter, with pilots in them. They're basically the police. So. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I guess that's whatever. All right. I don't think, are we going on to episode three yet or no? Um, okay, there's there's more about the frog girl. I have problems with the frog girl. I mean, I like her character, but the con- her continuity in the story it, it has some problems. Okay, and Go ahead. there's a part where she says, um, well, first that you know they crash. She goes to sleep, and the frog lady wakes him up and is like, um, she says something like, "What did she say?" Okay, first she says they're the only ones of their species left. Which, I call Cap on that. That's Cap. There's no way. There's no way you're the only one left. But whatever, that can be, you know, either way, either or, however you feel about that. Following the collapse of the Empire, it's definitely possible. I mean, it's a big galaxy, you know. But, okay, yeah, sure. They could They could be the last. And then, she says, it's the they're going to the only planet that's hospitable to their species. And that is yeah. 100% Cap, okay? Certified Cap. There's no way that's the only planet hospitable to their species. Matter Maybe of fact, other planets like eating their eggs. Uh, no, that's not. <laughs> Stop. That is that would not make a planet inhospitable for you. Okay, you can't say the only planet is hospitable and then be lying like that, like because it's definitely not. Because, okay, even we've seen a, why another is, why planet... Why is she lying? Do we need an explanation on why it's the only one that's hospitable? Maybe it's the only planet that's got the necessary resources for them to survive for a while. Well, maybe maybe the... it's the only planet that, that's that got, you know, the correct climate, the correct atmosphere besides the one she was up for them to survive for a long time. Maybe her race is blacklisted on all the other planets because of some sort of... You know, there's so much that, that, that could... That they, could, or, that they could explain it away or, with. and hear me out, the yeah. writers are incompetent, and they don't have a way, they, they, they don't know how to write tension into a story, so they have to artificially create it. Being like, oh, this is the only planet, we've worked too hard, and too long, and we gotta get these kids to this I did planet. see that, I did see that, and I was like, okay, you know, big deal, they're putting in something that's not 100% necessary, but it's, uh, it's alright. Matter of fact, we've seen a planet that could sustain frog-like creatures, okay? Dagobah and not, the uh, Empire Those aren't back. necessarily frog-like. Those are more like salamander It's lizards. a swamp. It's a swamp, Levi. Frogs live in swamps. Yeah, but maybe it's an acidic swamp, and maybe they're basic creatures. Where is that implied? 
Never. It okay. I said. I just said maybe. I just said maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Your maybe is a bad maybe. Okay, because frogs could definitely live on Yoda's maybe. planet. Huh? Frogs could definitely live on Dagobah. There's no reason they couldn't. So you cannot tell yeah, well, me that's the only planet. Nobody, there's no society or nothing like that on Dagobah. So when she says the only hospitable planet, how do you know? How do you know that? We only saw one part I mean, of Dagobah. The rest could be cities. That's where Yoda goes to hide. You know what? No, actually, you're right. You're right. Um, you don't think Yoda went to like Kroger or something on Dagobah? There'd be people there. Nah, baby. When you look at Yoda. He had to be the apex predator on that island because <laughs> if you look at the actions of Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda eats absolutely everything that comes in front of him. Uh, so Yoda, it, it, Yoda yeah, alpha male confirmed. Apex predator, yes. He's not worried about um, these betas. Yeah. So for that, I mean, sure. It was like, this is the only planet. Okay, cool with the sob story. Get on with the story. We yeah, it's not Mando even about some people. It's not even about the soft story. It's about the fact that like thought. that's not true. That's definitely and and what we even what we've seen that's not true. There's plenty of planets that are hospitable to frogs. Okay. All right. Sure. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's it's so a little. You said. You said the first three episodes were filler. I disagree with the third episode and the first one. We already went through the first one, so let's go to the okay, third Okay, no, one. let's go to the third, yeah. We spent enough time on the third one, on the second one, so let's go to the third. So, okay, Arthur, you know what? You're, I think it's like, well, okay, I guess, yeah, third, I the like third one. I feel like two was the filler episode. I feel like episode two. three was like, it was kind of like setting things up. It wasn't like filler completely. Of yeah, course. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it was up. for the most part filler, but it was kind of, it was more like, it wasn't like, Advancing the plot was more like setting things up for later. You know what I mean? We get information on Bo-Katan's um, motivation. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. And they got to meet more Mandalorians, so, you know. Do you have any, uh, how do you say? Grievances? Yes. <laughs> um. So they have him, like... So that, you know, he meets the, Mandalor- or the other Mandalorians, and he's like, you took off your helmets. And, you know, yep. all that... And I actually like I like the idea that there are like a multiple factions within the Mandalorians because it, it adds room yeah. for like m- moral complexity, and then we can even maybe in the future like question Mando, and like whether or not his hostility towards like other, like non non Creed Mandalorians is like justified, and while also learning more about like Mandalorian culture, but kind of later it just seems like they did it so he would have like a reason to like kind of stray from his creed. But I, I, it looked like from the way, from the way the like the season ends, it looks like they're gonna set that up for episode three. Like there's gonna be more Mandalorian related stuff. So I mean, I can't really call it like bad on it just yet, because I'm think, hoping they're gonna set that up and do more with that in season three. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm? <sighs> okay. Then there's what? Go hmm? ahead. Okay, this isn't a mark against the show, but you did you realize like the princess lady, whatever her name was, Bo-Katan, like her, whoever her actor was, like she just got like really close to the to Mando, and I was like, it's a little too much. And the, the angle they shouted at was like, and she had like her chin up, and it was like I don't know. Yeah, like, she seemed like a very motivated woman who was very pressed to make other people feel uncomfortable, just so that yeah, they got her like, motivation. Every time I saw her on screen, it was like she just stepped closer when she was talking to people, and it was like. I need some space. Yeah, it was like, like 
lady, give us, yeah, give us some space. <laughs> yeah. Leave us alone, lady. Like, why are you the only person in this show that just, like, likes to talk to people face-to-face, like, right directly to my eyes? Like, I don't know, yeah. but that was just a little thing. And then later yeah, in the episode... Was, yeah, she was, she was always... She was always almost, like, on a personal monologue. <laughs> I will restore Mandalore. <laughs> that was her. That's her whole character. I was like, okay, lady. Go ahead. Okay. What about first. any other grievances? Um. Well, there's a part where they have to, you know, they request his help for, like, the Imperial ship or whatever. And then he leaves Yoda with, like, the frog people. Grogu. Yeah. Yoda. Okay, look. If, if, look, if Yoda is not in the episode, he is like the Yoda's a name. <laughs> Baby Yoda is like the input Yoda. Okay, he's like the he's like the default. It's like if Yoda's not there, say, we just default to Yoda. Say his name. Yoda. No, that's Master Yoda. Okay, name. first name Baby, last Yoda. name Yoda. Okay, that's how it is. Uh, we will disagree. Yeah. Okay, but when he leaves. He leaves. Yoda with the frog people, and uh, it's, it's like, oh, what happened to what the, oh, where I go, he goes policy, and like now it's all out the window. It's just like, okay, the tracking thing. Well, uh, the first one in the first episode, he's just going in to get information. On the second information, on the second one, he's going to break into a carrier with a bunch of stormtroopers. So the first one, he's basically stopping by the gas station to talk to a local mob boss or whatever, barely even a mob boss, and. You know, he knows he can comfortably defend Grogu. But on the second one, he's going into this, and with three other Mandalorians, they are still, it still takes them some time to conquer or to get through that whole ship. There's no way he would bring Go- Grogu Actually, along Actually, in the that. first part, and like in the first episode, there, he could not re- comfortably protect Grogu. He could Grogu could have been easily been kidnapped in that first episode. Easily. I mean, if you want to go back to the You go. If you want to go... Back to the bounty puck thing, yeah. If the bounty pucks are active, yeah. But if not, then nobody really knows about it. And if so, everybody knows about Mandalorian's rep, uh, okay, about uh, Jaren's reputation within the parsec, and nobody's willing to give it a go. So, regardless of whether or not they know about the bounty on Yoda, all they have to do is just pick him up and hold him hostage while they take off Mando's armor, and like he's not going to do anything. Just pick up Baby Yoda, put a gun to his head, be like, "Hey, take off the armor." I'm shooting this thing. That's that's do. also another fallacy too. That's another fallacy right there. How's that a because fallacy? it happens all the time in movies. But if you have a gun and there's somebody that's got a gun that's pointed to one of your loved ones, says, "Hey, if you don't put your gun down, I'll shoot them." Would you put your gun down? No. Probably not. Because well, then they'll just shoot them. They then shoot you, and then rob both of you guys, laugh and leave. So no, <laughs> not, not necessarily. I don't think that's not necessarily. They I could. Mean, then maybe they don't want to kill. Yeah. And that happens maybe anyways, they don't, but, and it works. In the, but when, they the obviously desert. want to kill. They obviously want to kill Mando for his Beskar, so it wouldn't have worked. Then. I'm talking about in the remember in the desert when he gets like ambushed. Yeah, but that was just one little guy, and he was like, okay. You know, yeah, and Mando gonna... was completely in his control since he had Baby Yoda hostage. And that could have easily happened. Not really. Him. Yeah. He yeah, did. he was in his control, but um, he was, uh, Mando, I don't think Mando was very, I, I don't think, I didn't think there was a risk of him losing. Uh, Well, he, he wouldn't be able to do anything things. if the guy had Baby, had Baby Yoda hostage. 
That's why I gave him the jetpack. Even though you know he got it back and all that, he still had to. He still had to point. comply. Yeah. Yeah. So that could have easily happened in the first episode. Someone just take Baby Yoda yeah. hostage and just. I mean, that's easy. Especially in, there's like okay, there's like five guys with their guns on them, and one guy can just go over, take Baby Yoda, and be like, comply. And he would well, have yeah. to. Maybe they didn't. It. Maybe they didn't think about that. Maybe they don't fight dirty like that. We don't know. It's another one of those things. Mm, I, wonder, I wonder if you would, you know, defend the sequel like Stupid that. People. Sequel trilogy like that. Okay. No, frankly, I wouldn't. I hate the sequels from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, but you have to criticize them equally. Like, you can't just be like, sequel's bad, and then say, oh, well, Mandalorian, well, I mean, this could have happened, and this could have happened. I do, I do, I try to criticize it equally, but I feel like, yeah, that could have happened, but while we're making a perfect TV show, why don't we introduce Mace Windu <laughs> at the end? And and so on and so forth and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. I'm There's not saying a that bit of a margin perfect. of error. It has to be consistent. Consistency. There's an allowable there. margin of error, and I feel that this season has fallen within that margin. That's because you like it, Levi. That's the thing. You're like emotionally attached. No, to no. It. Objectively speaking, there was no uh, Star Wars breaking. There were no Star Wars breaking. It doesn't have to break Star movie. Wars to be bad. No, listen. There were no Star Wars breaking scenes in this mo- in this in this season. There were no season breaking scenes in this season. There weren't even really any episode breaking scenes in this season. There were just we'll small we'll inconsistencies. We'll see about that. Like for example, I'll, I'll say like the holdo maneuver that broke. Every Star Wars, I, I mean, I'm not even going well, Levi, to. You realize, I, I, I don't get but do you realize if you huh. take the Holdo maneuver out of TOJ, it's still a bad movie. Even if you if you yeah. don't if you don't break any Star Wars rules in TOJ, it's still a bad movie, regardless of whether it breaks Star Wars or not. Yeah, because of Rose and because of Finn and because of and because of inconsistent oh writing and bad writing. Well, we don't like Rose. She's not a character that we like. Yeah, There's she, no reason you know for us why to like she's, her. She, we do you know why? Because she's badly written. Uh, yeah, because she's badly re- written and because it's, there's just no attractiveness there. She's never, ever well-written. Not once. <laughs> Rose is not a well-written character, ever. Whoa. So there's no reason for us to like her. Well, that's just your Mando, opinion, Mando, however... Okay, well, I feel like TOJ just... There was a reasonable margin of error, and they, they, they fell within that. I think so. Yeah, and then if we want to look at, like, the sexism that went on <laughs> with the uh, Holdo and Leia versus Poe Dameron, uh, is like, that's a whole other thing right there. There's a multitude of reasons. Do not compare Mandalorian to the sequels. I'm, I'm, I'm comparing it that way because you don't like TOJ or the, or the sequels, but you like Mandalorian. Nobody so you're does. giving it, you're giving Mandalorian yeah. passes that you wouldn't give the sequel trilogy. You're giving it passes. Not really, no. I mean, if there's, I don't, I wouldn't take any of the really small nitpicks or things like that from the sequel trilogy to, to criticize, because I'll say margin of movie error. But if you're talking about these huge inconsistencies that are just like grind your teeth and make you stop the movie. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'll there. admit, they're not in, in these, Mandalorian. I'll admit, well, the okay, I'll admit, like in these first few episodes, they're not really like any big like breaking things. But in six, seven, and eight, which we'll do like in part two, there's there's some stuff, man. There's some stuff. I, anyways, okay, let let's let's get to let's get to uh, okay. episode four. We're done with three. Let's go to four. Yeah. 
Um, he lands on Navarro, you know, reunites with Cara Dune, uh, Grief Karga, to- token black guy, you know, they need one of those. So, um, and as they're walking into the town, they leave Baby Yoda at a school. Once again, where I go, he goes, not, not really applying anymore. It's once just- again, once again, he's not just walking to a gas station, he is, um... And he had to be convinced to leave him there. He's not just walking into a gas station. He is uh, going to go infiltrate an Imperial base. It's not just a where I go, he goes sort of sort of thing. It's like, hey, we're actually going to get into some heavy shooting yeah, fire here where I have he a risk of that, dying. When he says that and he doesn't actually follow it. And now it just sounds like it was a one line. Well, it's like, for where I go, he goes, but like, let's not be stupid. I'm not going to leave him at a boarding school while I go do my business. Yeah, but it's like. But at the same time, I'm not going to be too scared to bring him into, like, um, how do you say, a gas station or a clubhouse where people are really just supposed to be having fun. See? Yeah, but the more he, the more he breaks that rule, the more I'm like, oh, well, that was a lie. It's like, that was just a one liner for the trailer. That was just. Like it was just a, a cool line. No, no, you have to you there. have to put it within reason. Put it within reason. Like he's got a realistic chance of yeah, but the, dying. The thing is, there are plenty of goes, times. There are plenty of times where he has a realistic chance of dying or getting caught or being kidnapped, where he still brings him. In that first episode, that he there's doesn't plenty of times that That's he doesn't. A club. He, doesn't he should think, know about that. He should be aware of that. They're not after Baby Yoda. They're after. after after Grogu, sorry, they're after if, his Beskar. And he thinks, you know, this is a guy I'll be able to deal with. If he didn't think that at first, he would have dragged him out, shot everyone first, left Baby Yoda in the deal. Sorry. If he didn't know that, he would have left Grogu in the Razor Crest, went in, shot everybody up, dragged the guy out, and asked him for his information. But no, he goes in there to talk to him reasonably, expecting that he'll be met with an appropriate level of respect. He doesn't get that. So that's obviously what he was expecting. If you want to go to where he's actually going on a mission to fight, to infiltrate, he's got a realistic chance of being killed in these. He knows this, and so that's why he leaves Grogu behind. If Mandalorian is a competent bouncy hunter, he should know that nothing is done until it's done. He should know that things can go bad at any time. So he should not bring Grogu to a crowd of people where he does not has very little control and where he doesn't know anyone in the crowd who could see him or potentially know him. And even the guy he talks to is like, he, when he says, wherever I go, he goes, the guy says, so I've heard. So the guy obviously knows about the, the kid, Baby Yoda. Word is spread around. Mando, and Mando, Mando, Mando is, should yeah, know Mando's that by now. So just him being a smart character wouldn't do that. Would be like, okay, people know about the kid. Know I'm traveling with a kid. I probably shouldn't bring this kid into like a public place where he could get snatched up and I would never know. So what I should instead do is let people watch me land and see where I land. Leave the kid there and do whatever I do for a couple hours. And when I come back, my Razor Crest will be all nice, safe, and dandy with all those weapons in it and the kid. Well, the ship has lockdown mode, which we've never seen, but I would assume uh, that's... Lockdown I would mode. Assume that's lockdown mode. Well, sa- that's, mode. Safer than, that's safer than bringing them into a crowd of people where you don't Not know who's him, no. who and that everyone knows about you and your shiny armor and this kid. I wouldn't say it's safer. Like I said, it's. I'd rather be protected by a Mandalorian with me than be on a Mandalorian ship with the ship's auto defenses protecting me. Why is that? Because the ship is a piece of hardware that can it can't self repair. It can't make critical thinking decisions. All it can do is shoot back, and uh, probably has shields. So. 
they just have to shoot until the shields are depleted, and then, yeah, it's a piece of technology. There's tons of ways around it. Well, in this scene, he would have been much better in the ship because no one ever goes to the ship, and everyone tries to kill him in that bar, so or that boxing. Yeah, I mean, if they were thinking, no, if yeah, if, if, he was if smart, people are actually after Grogu, if people are after Grogu. They're going to think, all right, they're going to watch to see if he leaves him in the ship or not. If he leaves him in the ship, they'll go for the ship. And that's an automatic loss. But, they weren't but going if he doesn't leave him in the ship... Huh? And actually, it's like it's kind of implied that the tracking fobs are just not... like There's no bounty on his head anymore. Exactly. Which, which exactly. also doesn't make sense so, because it's like they weren't right. the only bounty hunter like you know place in the galaxy, obviously. Like, there'd yeah. still be a bounty on in some other planet for Grogu, I'm sure. But it's implied that, like, oh, the bounty's gone. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Even though that doesn't make sense. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that, that does not make sense. I'll agree. But saying that he shouldn't have brought him in. We went over this before. Saying he shouldn't have brought him in there. It's a clubhouse. He's expecting to be met with mutual respect. And he's where the child go, he yeah, goes. He's except expecting when he's that, expecting but he's, to die. But as, a, as a smart, capable bounty hunter, he should know that that's not always the case. And matter of fact, that's probably rarely the case. Even in the show itself, he's, it's shown many times that he's like being taken advantage of or something bad happens to him. And it's like you should not expect that everything's going to be fine. You're going to walk in and walk out with no problems. You should always be ready. As a capable and a smart, as a, he's supposed right, to be portrayed to be smart bounty hunter. He should always be a capable, yeah, he's, I think he's a capable bounty hunter. But just like the same reasoning I said, if people are going after Grogu, then leaving him in the ship is a bad idea. If people are going after Mando, they're, they're, they're probably assuming that what's in his ship is he's got more stuff in his ship than what he's actually wearing. So Now, of course, he was expecting to be met with mutual respect at the bar. Expecting which is why he didn't to. Go he should guns. not expect that. If he's a smart person, he should not expect that. He should always be ready for something uh, to happen. He should be ready for something to happen all times. Probably. He's... He's a, I'd say he's a capable bounty hunter, and he's, he's well aware of his capabilities, which is why he walked in there like that, too, I think. But I think I don't think that was unreasonable for him to do, and then leave him later. Like to leave him first, if he's expecting you know mutual respect, then you can you, you know, can criticize at, his critical thinking very, skills or whatnot. But you can't really say that it doesn't make sense for him to leave Baby Yoda then if he's going to be go go fight a bunch of Imperials. At no. the very least, he should have had the egg closed from the get go. At the very least. If he has any okay. brain cells still working, he should have the eggshell closed. Yeah. I feel like that's a nitpick, too. No, so like he... then he should keep it closed wherever he goes with Grogu, no matter where he is, because there Not could wherever. be a sniper lurking he could somewhere have a... to try to take him out. He could have an open on Navarro. Like, that'd be fine. There's no one there trying to kill him. He could have yeah, it you open. Know that. He could have open around the frog people. Because on Navarro, there was an agent that put a plant, a tracker on the Razor Crest, so. I'm curious know. as to how you're you're somehow comfortable with what ifs when it's like in defense of the show, but when I do what ifs, it's like, oh, you're just doing that to nitpick. Not really. It's you haven't really brought any what ifs. You're bringing this was the way. This I've done is, this what ifs previously, but you were like, oh, those aren't. You know, we could do what ifs all day. As if like that's not. No, you said he could have done this or he could have done that, which is. That's true. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Or not, he could have. He should have if he was smart. Okay. What about? Uh, let's see. Where were we? Chapter 
for Navarro. Yep. Razor I mean, I didn't have prepared. I didn't have much uh, problems with this one. Really, it was just what was good about it. Tell me that. What was good about it? Um, no. Let me think. I mean. Well, I think uh, Car being a marshal is okay. That's cool. No, I'm trying to think. No, it was kind of like a mediocre kind of thing. Like, I didn't enjoy. I didn't particularly enjoy. Like I enjoyed certain. I enjoyed certain elements of the show, but not like the Razor Crest shooting down the Tie Fighters at the end. Well, I actually know what I was. I mean, that car is cool, but with the part I really liked the was, was the. With the TIE Fighters. I like the TIE Fighters. I like how TIE Fighters in this show seem much more uh, dangerous. You know what I mean? Because it's not... Usually it's like... Yeah. Usually it's like a huge space destroyer. And then like the TIE Fighters like these little things. But now like we're down on the ground. Well, yeah, because see... now we're actually dealing with ground people who are on the ground. People yeah. who are Jedi or And you can see like people. their scale and how... Dan like, like when those things come out the gate, they look bad. Like they look like they're ready to... Like the hit. Like... Yeah. All right, let's go to episode five because there was nothing in this one. For yeah, I mean it's it's a good. Oh, actually, <laughs> there was a funny line though where it was like, um, at the end, the X-wing pilot comes to Navarra and when Mandalorian's already gone, and he's talking to Cara Dune, and he finds out that she's from Alderaan, and he's like, I served for served uh, during Alderaan, and uh, he's like, Did you lose anyone? <laughs> and I just I couldn't not laugh, and I was like. What do you mean? Her whole planet got destroyed. Like, did you lose anyone? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. my planet. I brought. Like, like, like. Imagine if Earth was decimated, and like someone was like, "Oh, did you lose anyone?" It's like, uh, yeah. Everyone I've ever yeah. known, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. I was like, "Did you lose anyone?" <laughs> like, what type of question is that? This whole planet got blown up. Of course, I lost someone. Like, oh, uh, okay. it was just. Well, it was, he was just not being smart. I was just. That was hilarious. I could not it's laugh. Kind of funny. I couldn't take that scene seriously. I was just dying laughing. I yeah. Like, I was like, I might have lost right. a few people here and there. <laughs> Along with like my home and everything I've ever yeah. known. But yeah, yeah, I lost a few yeah. things. Yeah, underneath, underneath my. Uh... Bed, I had a chest that was full of pictures, <laughs> yeah. and in this deck of pictures, there was this candle my grandmother gave me. So I lost that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh my god! Oh, like imagine asking someone like a refugee from war, like, did you lose anything? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. maybe. Are you broke? <laughs> Do you lose any money? <laughs> It's just such a goofy question, and uh, it killed me. Oh, yeah. Okay, episode five. Um. All right, last one, episode five. Yeah. Honestly, they find Ahsoka Tano. I thought she was amazing. Honestly, yes, um, Ahsoka Tano, and honestly, her like what I really liked was her um, like her design, like her character, like uh, I don't know what you call like the um, aesthetic. The, yeah, no, not aesthetic, but like um, the way they made her character look, like it could have. It could have been done much worse. Like I was really, I was really scared they were gonna make her look like ugly or something. Yeah, but no, like she's cool. Of. Like the hair looks great. Like or it's, not, it's not really hairy, but it's like the thing. But yeah, it looks accurate. It looks cool. Yeah, like she's she's a beast. She's out here slicing noobs in half. Like it's it's cool. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Ahsoka. This, I agree. this is probably my favorite episode because I like I was just 
And actually, this episode makes me want to like watch the last season of Clone Wars, which I haven't done. So I was like, yeah, this like Ahsoka's just you know. I mean, if you grew up like me, like watching the Clone Wars, Ahsoka's like the girl. Yeah. Like she's the girl. She's the one. Like she's not the one that way, but she's just she's our girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we we're rooting for her. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you see her like that, it was like, oh, it's beastly. And the callback when she's fighting the um the lady at the last part and her her, her lightsaber gets knocked off and she switches fighting yep. chances like oh that was like yeah that was good like that i was, was like good. a fanboy i was like yes this is what i needed <laughs> that was that if there was one like fanboy moment i had in the show it was that one it was like yes ahsoka being a beast i'm all for that and everything felt natural if it nothing I, that this one episode where i didn't feel like anything was like contrived really well except for there was one part where um like when when uh she's she invades right and then she's fighting the boss lady, and then Amanda comes in and why and and had this like this goofy standoff with the dude, and it's like why would you not just shoot him from the start like why are you waiting, like that part was the only. I mean, part. I felt like I felt like he was uh that was I, it took me a minute in my head to work out like why didn't they just fight? But I felt like Mando was thinking. Let's give this guy a chance, or let's see what this guy's really about, because this lady, she's supposed to be a bad lady. This guy can probably see what's going on, and yeah, he's, but... after all, he's quote-unquote a bounty hunter, so there's still that level of respect that he has until he tries to, yeah, but tries if to someone, take down Mando. If someone assassinates Kim Jong-un, I'm like, I'm not leaving his second hand alive. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm not... Well, that wasn't really her second hand. She was just hiring him. She was just paying him money. What was he paid? I don't remember that. I thought he there was like he he's was a bounty of, hunter. He was about the old guy was a bounty hunter. Yeah, oh, I missed that then. That's why they had that. I'm pretty sure. Well, either way, I would have just. I mean, I think he should have just killed him from the start. And then and then they have this goofy stand up where he's like, "I guess they're fighting." It's like looks like your side won. And he puts his rifle down and tries to go for his blaster, and it's to me that just looked goofy. He's an idiot know. for that. Yeah, yeah, that just looks so goofy. But besides that, this was like the episode I was gawking at. This was the episode where I was like, oh, this is... this is." That I, was a lot of fun. I was like, well, if the whole one, season was like that, I would be like, yes. For me, the whole season kind of was like that. Huh. Well. Um, because, I mean, just in the beginning, seeing the dragon, seeing that uh, whole... The Marshal, his story was pretty cool. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, his story was... How he rescued yeah. the city. I mean, yeah, I, I like the Marshal story. That was a lot of fun. The dragon fight, that was fun, despite the uh, holes yeah, I that, think, that, that are in it. I think the Marshall um, was like, I, th- I liked it. I think it was fun, but like there was just some stuff that I couldn't buy. But I, I did think it was enjoyable, you know, on an entertainment level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The second one was like, meh. I didn't really want care to... S- it was cool because stuff happened, but I didn't really c- care for it. The third one was cool because we see Mandalorians. We see them fighting. We learn how actually dangerous they are. We see um, a very, very serious, accurate Bo-Katan. She's very accurate to the way she looks. She even looks like she has braces on. Um, <laughs> and we get to actually hear about Mandalore. Oh my gosh, Mandalore! Yeah. Wow, they're I'm actually really bringing hoping, this in. I'm like, I, I was disappointed with season two, but I really hope they bounce back in season three with the Mandalorian stuff because it looks like they're about to go into that, and I do want to see that. Yeah. So hopefully they do that. Yeah. Right. Four was cool. Uh, episode four was cool because you know they met back up with Cara Dune and uh, was, Grief Karga. 
It was kind of either or for me, but he got a ship. And then five, of course. There's Ahsoka Tano, which uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka is. Ah, oh, I mean Ahsoka is very good. I mean, yeah, and she, I like how she's like. She's accurate to how she was in the Clone Wars. Like she's like a she's like yeah. a legitimate Jedi. She's not like. Yeah. I don't know. Like they, they could have ruined it, but they did a very good job with it. I like. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't retcon her or anything. That was cool. Yeah. She was actually um. She actually had her distinct fighting style, too, with the two blades. Yeah. I was like, that's dope. That was cool. Yeah. It's like, yep, that's Ahsoka when you're watching her. So. Mm-hmm. Unlike, you know, some other characters when they're like, who's that? <laughs> like Luke. Yeah. It's like, is that Luke? Nah, that's not Luke. <laughs> that's not Luke. No, I <laughs> knew Luke. it was Luke immediately. <laughs> I am sorry. I am sorry. We should probably get into this later, but I knew it was Luke immediately. Green lightsaber, glove on the hand, and... He looked just like Anakin. He, or sorry, I should say Darth Vader when he was slicing through those troops in the hallway. I was like, "That's got to be Luke." Oh no, I was talking about like, um, like how huh? they can mess up a character, like in the sequel trilogy. Oh, oh yeah, because like, yeah. like you, you see, you, even, see, you no. see him in the OT, and then you see him in the sequel, and you're like, "That's not the same character." Who's this? That's not the same guy. No, <laughs> who is that guy? They, look, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> look how they massacred my boy. Mm, we need the space godfather no. to come after these people. No kidding. All right, so shall we wrap? Shall we call it a wrap? Yeah, that's a wrap. Well, I should have asked you this before we started, but um, you have anything you want to shout out? You know, maybe any one thing I want to shout out? Yeah, maybe if you want, if you have. Something. Not really. I think Mandalorian season one and season two are solid. Of course, there's things that could be better. There's a lot of things that could be better, but. It's not often that you see an IMDb rating of 9.9. Yep, those are the fans, yeah. And then I'm looking up the Rotten Tomatoes right now. I don't even trust Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even 93% Rotten Tomatoes. 93%. Average audience score 91%. That's not bad. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't exist in my mind. Also, I don't really trust any of those ratings anyways. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. And if 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 you're if you're a ratings person, those are the ratings for you. So, yeah, I think really it's just because people were surprised, pleasantly surprised, when Disney put out something good with Star Wars. So that's honestly what I think it was. Mm, I don't think it was. I think the first season was better from a writing standpoint. But I think what it is is like it's decent, and like there's been a Star Wars drought, so people are like. Anything that's yep. like not trash is like, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, whoa. So, I can't, I really can't wait for Kenobi. I mean, I have to wait, but uh, I'm not I want to see what they're going to do there. Uh-huh. I really hope it's good. And if it's not good, then I'll be mad. And you would have to I'll pay me to watch watching Kenobi. I'm not watching Kenobi. <laughs> Are you even it. a Star Wars fan? <laughs> You're not watching Kenobi with Hayden Christensen? No, definitely not. Nope. You're serious. I'm dead serious. Someone has to pay me. <laughs> I mean, any I need reason? To be, I need to be compensated. Any, any reason? I don't trust people behind like, it. Bro, I am so excited for that. I'm going to be so sad if they mess it up. But I'm so excited to see Kenobi. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> All right. Um. Shall we terminate this episode? Yeah, episode terminated. Thank you for watching. Episode terminated. Goodbye.